Hello, it is Thursday. I just, as I went to say that, forgot the day. It's definitely Thursday, isn't it? It can happen in week two. <laughs> you have to go, what day is it? Because really, I don't think in terms of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I think of uh, day 12, That's day right. 13, day 14. Because yeah. I had to wait day 12 in my head and then for suddenly I was like, what day is it? Yeah. It's Thursday. It's day 12 of Natsubasho. This is the Sumo Mainichi podcast and we are here in Melbourne. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave. How is it in Japan today? Well, the temperature as we start this podcast <laughs> is exactly the same. 23 degrees Celsius, 74 degrees Fahrenheit. The humidity a little lower, mm-hmm. 34%, but a very lovely evening. So we uh, we had some jurio action today? We did. Let's jump straight into it. Daimami threw his weight around against Takakento to move to eight wins. Kachikoshi for him. Yay, that's Dai- good news. It is. Daimami eight, four. Takakento, six and six. Now we had a few seven, four matchups today. The first one we saw, Nishiki Fuji. He pulled off a spectacular throw against Hiradoumi to get his Kachikoshi and move to eight, four. Hirudoumi 7-5. Now, Kidnawaka, he returned after going Kyujo on day six, but struggled today against Yago. Kidnawaka now, one win, six losses, five days off. Yago, four and eight. I wonder why he came back. I guess he just hoped to scrape together a couple at this point. This was another 7-4 matchup. Atami Fuji, he picked up his Kachikoshi. That's pretty good news for everyone who loves that guy, and that's most people. He's 8-4. and four. He had strong body work against Daishoho, who is on 7-5. and Tsurugisho dominated a hesitant Asanawaka to move to 9-2. and two. So he's out the front at this point. Asanawaka 7-5, and five, still looking for that Kachikoshi. And in a similar fashion, Tokushoryu also took himself to nine wins and two losses, completely demolishing Chiyomaru. How dare you? I know. Mr. Sumo, don't you know who he is? Tokushoryu, though, he is chuffed with that win. So he and Tsurugisho are out the front. Other winners today, Trunaumi, Daishomaru Enho, Akua, Tochimaru, Bushozan, love to see it, Kaisei, Kaisho. We haven't seen Ryudin yet. He is up next in Makuchi. And we had some Makakoshis today, unfortunately. Chio Arashi, Mitoriyu, and Chianakuni. Yeah, it was hard watching Chianakuni, but there was something that felt inevitable about it today. I had tears in my eyes, mm. but I wiped them away because I had a look at the leaderboard. <laughs> so as we said, uh, both Tsurugisho and Tokushoryu won today, so they're both on 9-2. And that pack sitting behind them has thinned out from yesterday. So we saw a few people drop off and that leaves us on eight wins. Daimami, Nishiki Fuji and Atami Fuji. There's another possibility and that will be uh, Ryudin. He's fighting first in Makauchi. I'm going to tell you all about it. Let's see what happens there. (laughs) Oho is his opponent. And today Ryudin at Jurio 3 up in Makauchi, which is where he wants to return. He channeled a bit of Daesho, a bit of Tamawashi. He had the handout. He had it right on Oho's neck and Oho not able to do a whole lot here. Yeah. Uh, Ryudin just rolled him over there. So Ryudin. Kachikoshi at Jurio yep. 3, moving ever closer to that uh, re-promotion yeah. to the top division. So he's just, he's rediscovered himself a little bit here after that 
those roll of losses. I think that's two wins in a row for him, right? That's right. Yeah. Orho at Magashira 14 moves to five and seven. He's on the road. Oh, we're going to have to wait for these last days and see if he's able to rescue himself, but it looks a bit shaky, doesn't it? Next bout of the day, Chiatariu up against Kagiaki. Now, Chiatariu here shot to the right. This was a poorly executed hanker. And if you're going to do a hanker, you've got to do a good hanker. <laughs> yeah, please. Because a bad dog act is the worst kind of dog act. Yeah, at least we're, we're bagging you out either way. Oh, so exactly. at least get a win. And it was disappointing, wasn't it? Because Chiotari's yeah. been fighting so well. Anyway, yeah. this hanker did not work. Kagiaki moved quickly to turn and stabilise. Chiotari went in, but today Kagiaki looked in vintage form as he stayed low, balanced and pushed Chiotari back over the bales. Yeah, it was his first night. On the road to Kachikoshi, Kagiyaki was able to bunker down. He found some good shelter, made himself a nice warm fire, found some berries, checked they weren't poisonous and uh, kept himself alive. He's five and seven. He's going to get up tomorrow morning and give it another red hot go. Chiataru with that disappointing day of sumo. He's seven and five. Aoyama came up next against Magashira 15, Azamaru, and Aoyama, at the end of this bout, he tugged off his Sagari with purpose because he rocked it. He stepped forward confidently into absolutely no defence, yeah. I would pretty much say, despite Azamaru anchoring one leg backwards. He tried to stay low, but Aoyama was too strong. No, it looked too easy for Aoyama today, and it's taken him a little longer than we thought, but that's Kachikoshi for Aoyama today. Eight and four. Azamaru continues to look uncomfortable out there. Uh, he is now on the road to Kachikoshi. He's five and seven. Meisei up next against Chiyoshoma. And I thought we might have seen a hanker here. And mm. I wouldn't have disagreed with it from a strategic sense. And it was Grand Sumo Breakdown. Oh, was it? Day, actually. <laughs> day 12. Does that mean we'd have to send out multiple T-shirts? Oh, we couldn't no, send they, one. they have to just share it around, like wear it for a bit and then send it on. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, you wash it in between. Yeah. <laughs> Chiyoshoma came straight at Meisei, fa- found a way onto the belt, rotated himself and pulled Meisei backwards around the doyo for a little bit. Meisei put the brakes on by landing a strong double-handed belt grip, which he used to force Chiyoshoma back and over the bales, Yorikiri. It was an interesting win here for Meisei. I thought Chiyoshoma, he had most of the action here. Usually Meisei is the more active and I thought maybe... You know, he might benefit from downing the energy once in a while and uh, let his opponent wear himself out because this is what Chiyoshoma did today and he's on the road to Kachikoshi now. Five and seven, this is really moving into possible hanker territory. So everyone with those last few days, (laughs) you'd be uh, counting your lucky stars perhaps. Meisei, he is six and six and just, yeah, no idea how the rest of this basho is going to play out for him. Okunumi and Yutakiyama were up against each other next. And Okunumi, a bit more decisive today. He stood steady. He found a super strong Norowa and he watched Yutakiyama well as he circled around and pushed him out. Well, Okunumi, in a very unspectacular way, continues to grind out these wins. <laughs> totally. He's six and six. There's not much to write home about in terms of his sumo around, but he keeps uh, putting him up. He's at Maegashira 10, 6 and 6. I think he'd be happy with that. On the other side, Yutakiyama with that loss, it was a disappointing performance from him today. He's 5 and 7 now on the road to Kachikoshi. Mm. Do you think he can do it? Uh, I would be hesitant to say yes. I mean, my heart wants to. I, I would love him to. I was asking your heart. Yeah, well. If your heart thinks it can. Uh, yes. Great. <laughs> 
Good stuff. We He definitely needs that support on five and seven. Kotoshoho next up against Midori Fuji. Kotoshoho drove forward hard at Midori Fuji and drove him back to the bales almost straight away. Now, it's usually this situation where you see Midori Fuji grab the opponent under the shoulder and swing them down here. But Kotoshoho starved Midori Fuji of any space and any time and he pushed Midori Fuji down and over the bales, Yori Taoshi. Yeah, it was a bit of an awkward fall here, both of them falling down and Kotoshoho falling on top of Midori Fuji. But Kotoshoho, he's able to nab a win after three losses. Uh, Midori Fuji, though, I'm worried. Six and six now at Magashira 16. He really... Obviously, here needs to pick up some wins yeah. because I just don't want him to go back to Jurio. He's shown flashes of brilliance, mm. but flashes of brilliance won't keep you in the top division. There's got to be some consistency to your sumo. And yeah, it was absent today. Six and six for Midori Fuji, Kotoshoho, horse, same score. Myogiryu up against Tochinoshin. And there was a huge stare down at the start of this. They were just greasing each other off. <laughs> Myogiryu, he got a right hand inside. Tochinoshin reaching out for the belt. He was really just stretching his arm out. He swiped a couple of times and then the fingers, they locked on. He got his left hand on and powerfully he escorted Myogiryu back and out. Look, you've got to give it to Myogiryu. He survived for longer than I thought he was going to. Did a good job of keeping Tochinoshin off the belt. But yeah, as you said, as soon as Tochinoshin got on there, oh, it was over. Yep. So, so quickly. Kachikoshi for Tochinoshin. So impressive. I mean, didn't he win eight of his last nine he or won, yeah, he's something won like that? Eight of his last nine now. He got a interview because yeah. he went Kachikoshi. He was thrilled. He was so happy. He smiled a lot. He's got a beautiful smile. His whole face relaxes. He's got lovely smile lines, laugh lines, and it was just so great to see the big man just relax a little bit. Absolutely, and, and you can see why. I think last Basho, he was he was right down the bottom um, of the Maegashira ranks. I think he got nine-ish wins there. And he's now 8'4". There's some days that he can, you know, look towards double figures, get himself out of the doldrums mm. in that lower mid Maegashira and start to put himself back where I think his sumo deserves him to be. I guess when you get older and your body starts to fail and you lose your strength, you know, you you either find a new way to win or some new ways to win or you don't. And it looks like he's starting to find you know, some ways of making it well, work for him. just seems today that the new way that he's found looks exactly the same as the old way <laughs> was, he used to It win. was pretty strong, I have to admit that. He's eight and four. He's Kachikoshi. Congratulations to Tochinoshin. Myogiryu, he's on the road to Kachikoshi. There's a big pack of guys stepping along with each other and he is five and seven. Quite an important match up next. Shimano Umi uh, up against Sunumi, who is managing to stay with uh, the leaders at the moment. Shimonumi went underneath uh, Sadunumi at the touchy eye, but Sadunumi was clever here. He went low and started to work Shimonumi's centre of gravity higher, at the same time working Shimonumi backwards. Shimonumi here stepped back quickly, and while it did throw Sadunumi off balance, he just had enough control to keep moving towards Shimonumi and took Shimonumi over the bales and off the doyo. It was great from Sadunumi. He's just, he's really got his his eye in, he's hes seeing the ball well, he's got his ducks in a row, just pulling it off. Yes. Sadunumi, I think I said Shimonumi, but I meant Sadunumi. No, oh, you might have said, I think mm, you said Sadunumi. I, I, I knew who you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, Sadunumi. He's having a good time of it. 
Uh, he's nine and three, so he's he's just staying with mm. the the top. And yeah, Shimano Umi, he's seven and five now. Might have had a bit of a tough day at it, but because I I heard that the celebrant gave him a call. They thought yeah. they'd worked everything out, but the celebrant said, um, "Do you want to do the wishing stones oh, at yeah, the wedding?" Okay. And and he said, "What? Yeah. What are the wishing stones?" He said, "You know, you, you give." A stone, you engrave it with your initials and you pass it around and everyone imbues it with their yeah. their good wishes and then you yeah. keep it forever. And he said, that sounds weird. Yeah, yeah. But maybe we should do it. Oh, well, see, he doesn't need to be bringing that to the doyo, does he? He was torn. Do you have a wishing stone? I don't know. It yeah. sounds like a something that might be useful. <laughs> I don't think useful is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> it's imbued with good thoughts. Yeah, though. well, that's true. <laughs> Sadunumi, nine and three. Still in new show contention, Shimonumi seven and five. Kodokuzan and Teretsuyoshi. Kodokuzan really fighting up the to Torakumi today. Teretsuyoshi, he reached out for the Maimawashi grip. It was a really good plan, but he couldn't get it. His hand was pushed off, and from here, Kodokuzan just chased him around the very edge of the ring as Teretsuyoshi sidestepped away. Every so often, Kodokuzan landed a slap on his face, and eventually that slap pushed Teretsuyoshi out. Hmm. Second win for Kodokuzan, yeah. only the second win, and hands Teretsuyoshi his makakoshi today. I think this is going to be a basho to forget for Teretsuyoshi. Mm. There's been some highlights, yeah. but not enough. Not many. Not many. He was just so committed to backing off there, yeah. and I'm not sure he needed to against Kodokuzan. <laughs> no, I was expecting a different gambit from Teretsuyoshi today. The Kodokuzan hasn't been moving well over the last fortnight, taller, slower, Rikishi, and normally that's somewhere someone who Teretsuyoshi can have a very, very good time with, but not today. Makakoshi Teretsuyoshi, four and eight, Korokuzan, two and ten. Nishikigi up next against Koroweko. Now, this was a very, very strange touchy eye, I thought, from Koroweko. It's just like he, he moved forward with his arms locked and outstretched. Mm. Uh, Nishikigi was having none of it. He... Uh, Lock them up in the middle with a very strong right-hand belt grip on Koroeko's belt. Koroeko, he was struggling, trying to find a way in under the arms, but Nishikigi just would not be moved back here. Nishikigi then whipped the left hand around, got on the back of Koroeko's belt, both hands working now, and drove Koroeko back. Koroeko, he tried to make something happen on the Tawara, but uh, Nishikigi finished it off. Uwatenage. Yeah, Nishikigi, that's his first win against Koroeko in uh, six bouts now. So that's pretty impressive. Got to get it eventually, I guess. He beat him by getting on the belt, getting close. Koroeko, he's lost five of the last six. Now, we thought that we would be playing the theme song, Gambare, much earlier than this. Well, there's a very big chance that we won't be playing it at all. I know. He's on the road. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> he's got to go and get his pack because he's five and seven and... This kind of snuck up on me. Yeah. I mean, he was, I thought he was looking okay, but these losses have really been accumulating. Haven't they? Under the radar losses though. Yeah. Mm. Nishikigi though, uh, evens the ledger at six and six. Ichi Yamamoto and Takanosho. This is a huge bout couched in the middle, hidden in the middle of the Torakumi, but uh, we spotted it out. <laughs> Don't you worry, we know about sumo. They clashed at the touchy eye. Ichi Yamamoto straight away, he tried a super quick pull, but perhaps Takanosho was ready for it. He took a step forward. He was still up. He turned straight away to his left where Ichi Yamamoto had darted away to and he pushed him straight out. So Ichi Yamamoto, he had one plan and it 
did not work. Yeah, this is frustrating to watch, to be honest. Ichiyamamoto has done such great positive sumo over the last 12 or so days where he's putting those long arms to good use. And today, I thought the pull was weak. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially against someone like Tucker Norshaw, who's very fast and very short on his feet. I think you'd, you'd go home and not sleep very well after that decision. I guess he was planning to do it because it was so immediate. Did you think mm. that that was some kind of premeditated move? I I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. Well, the it, great news. No, I was just going to say it, it speaks to me of I'm intimidated by my opponent yeah. and I want a, a quick and cheap win here. Yep, yep. I think he is very susceptible to the pull. Yeah, and he loves it. If he gets a bit nervous or, like you say, yeah. a little bit like, "What am I yeah. going to do here?" Oh, he he'll go for it. And he's already got his kachikoshi, so he's eight and four. But yeah, he's he's sort of taken himself out of that that leader pack. Takanosho, he's ten and two at Magashira four. Now this is the point in the coverage where the camera people really get their zooms active. So they're really using that other hand to just crank in. Mm. They're going hard on Takanosho's face. And I start to get nervous because that scrutiny always makes, you know, the Yusho uh, hopeful, very nervous. It, yeah, that feels like the big question now, doesn't it? Can mm. Takanosho hold his nerve Yeah. Uh, under all of this pressure? Yeah, and it's new pressure for him. Yeah, it's new pressure, Absolutely. I've got my fingers crossed. If I'm honest, 10 and 2, Takanot Shaw. He's the clear leader now. No one can catch him at the moment. Ichiyamamoto, 8 and 4. Hokuto Fuji up against Endo. Now, Hokuto Fuji's touchy eye had some spice. He blasted into Endo here, but Endo stood firm, shook it off and got to work. Endo attacked high repeatedly before ducking low, pushing hard, attacking high again and repeating that cycle a few times. Uh... But as Hokuto Fuji pushed back against Endo, Endo stepped aside and he just shot around the back of uh, Hokuto Fuji and showed him out the back door, a.k.a. Okuri Dashi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what he got for his trouble, Hokuto Fuji and Okuri Dashi and a blood eye, actually. It was, I think, the second yeah. clash uh, where it started to uh, leak out of a cut above his left eye. But Endo, yeah, he has a, a nice tent and some wet weather gear and he's still on the road. He's packed well, survives another day. He's so fast, Endo. He really can can show us some good bouts. I think he's he's just so solid often and he's five and seven. Hokuto Fuji, he might be treasuring that win against Takakesho, but there isn't a lot else that's great and he's three wins and nine losses. Kiribayama came up next in form against Wakamoto Haru at Magashira 6. And Kiribayama, he jumped backwards at the Tachiai and he tried to slap Wakamoto Haru down. We we hated this. Before oh, I get yeah. on with this, yeah. I'm just going to say, what? why? He's been fighting so well, Kiribayama. Why does he do this, you know, dog act? <sighs> I mean, the well, this was hot garbage is the best way I can describe this. The idea with his, with a hanker is to go left or right. Don't go back. Because mm. Wakamoto Haru was just 
completely untroubled by this. He was. I guess the thought was that Wakamoto Haru is, you know, honest as we always say, he's going to come forward and so maybe he can slap him straight down. It just did not work. Wakamoto Haru came at Kiribayama. But then they locked up. They locked up in a really unusual way. Kiribayama put up a, you know, didn't go over the bales as Wakamoto Haru came back. And then Wakamoto Haru was coming in from Kiribayama's left side. They were totally locked up here. They were kicking at each other's feet, moving each other's arms back and forth. Wakamoto Haru had a right hand outside. Kiribayama had the left hand inside. Then he got the right hand. They moved around then to chest to chest. So it was a much more equal battle. And here they were very tired, finally. (laughs) Wakamoto Haru, I don't know where he found that extra reserve from, but I'm so glad it was him who found it because he drove forward and took Kiribayama out and he was absolutely thrilled. He was pumped with that win. Wasn't he? This was a very technical bout. There was so much in this once we got the the opening uh, scene out of the way. And I do have to say, I mean, Kiribayama should have gone over the bale straight away. Yeah. Yep. I don't know how he got out of trouble there. Uh, but look, it's good to see justice prevail here. And that's the only way I can describe it. Um, I, I did think that Kiribayama, again, he just looks so good in a lockup. Mm. I think you've mentioned it before, the way he angles his mm. body in a way that makes it very, very hard for his opponent to do anything. And I thought as they locked up, I thought, you know, probably this might be Kiribayama's uh kind of position that, that he would like. Yeah, it was good work from Wakamoto Haru to get it back into that more traditional chest to chest, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So that's a position that he can more easily win from and I think it was really crucial. Yeah, it was a it was an important win, I think, for Wakamoto Haru in the sense that he now moves to seven five. Don't forget he's fighting at his highest rank of Maigashira six. Akachikoshi would mean a lot to him right now. Uh, and a big scalp with Kiribayama picking up, you know, various mm. Sanyaku scalps this time around. So Wakamoto Haru, seven and five, Kiribayama, eight and four. We'll look up next. Bit sad. <sighs> yeah. Takiyasu and Takarafuji. The combined wins for these two ricochets as they step up onto the doyo is the same as Azamaru. Oh. Just let that sit for a moment. Look, Takiyasu... <laughs> He dropped the shoulder. He hit Takarafuji and then alternated between jamming Takarafuji in the throat and driving his head into Takarafuji's chest. Takarafuji was in all sorts of trouble before lithely dodging an incoming attack, which left Takiyasu stumbling. Takarafuji closed in, drove Takiyasu to the bales. But Takiyasu, cool as you like, lets Takarafuji come forward and just slides him around uh, and down to the dirt. It was cool. That move is often a sharp one, but with this it was really a, a sort of last-minute uh, thought, <laughs> like a, something that you hadn't meant to do, but he was just like, oh, I guess I can push Takarafuji down here. Yeah, this is difficult. I mean, these guys have both been around for a long time and they're experienced with having difficult basho, but in particular for Takiyasu this time around, you know, there's a real weight on him. So I'm, I'm really glad he picked up the win today. He's four and eight. So is this one ahead of uh, Azamaru's yeah, they, score now, their combined total? Team Takiyasu Takarafuji have now moved ahead of Azamaru. There you go. <laughs> That's good to know. Takarafuji, he's two and ten and just is, I'm sure, dreaming about the the trip that uh, his family will make him go on by himself now after Can the match. I, I want to... I, I, Want to rename Team Takiyasu Takarafuji? It's called Team Yasurafuji. Ah, 
<laughs> they might be able to get Kachakoshi between them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's a new concept, the combined yeah, team, Kachakoshi. Team Kachakoshi. Team Kachakoshi, I like it. Komasubi, Hoshoryu and Magashira to Konowaka. Hoshoryu, low, he's strong, he's quick. He didn't do anything flashy today. And sometimes I like his sumo the most when he just comes forward. His hands at Kodnawaka's chest. He was almost rocking back and forth on his splayed legs as Kodnawaka tried to push him away, but he was always in the right position to dodge or to not be pushed too much back. And he was able, Hoshoryu, to dispatch of the big man. I thought he dominated here, Hoshoryu. Yeah, yeah just absolutely. Really, to me, looked on another level from Kodnawaka, who's had some highs, this Basho. He's also had some lows. But, yeah, you feel that at Maegashira too, the difference between Kodnawaka and Hoshoryu at Komasubi is a lot more than their ranks suggest. Mm. Great win for Hoshoryu. He moves to seven and five, looking for that Kachikoshi. Kodnawaka, six and six. Tamawashi at Maegashira 3 was up next against Komasubi Daesho. Both Rikishi matched each other with high attacks, which after that initial push created a moment of separation. When it came time to re-engage, Tamawashi attacked, but Daesho waited, stepped back, slapped Tamawashi down to the dirt. Hikiyotoshi, how did you feel about this one? Uh, I Well, they fought a lot of times. They fought 19 times. So I... I think that they know each other sumo well and it was probably just about who, <laughs> perhaps about who decided to pull off that move and was more decisive about it. Perhaps, you know, it felt like Daisho had watched every one of Tamawashi's tapes the night before and just committed to to this way of, of winning. Daisho, he had the the key, but I feel like it could have kind of gone either way. Yeah. As to how I feel about it, I didn't, I very cleverly dodged that. Did you hear? I, I would have loved to see Tamawashi win, but I think I'm so happy to see Daisho get his kachikoshi. Exactly. And maintain that Komasubi rank, which these days you really, really appreciate. Yeah. Tamawashi is six and six. Tobizaru came up against Ozeki Shodai. Today's sumo was really something to behold and this bout, it was it was wild. Tobizaro, he hankered. He hankered hard and as a result, he was able to take Shodai back to the bales but that's where Shodai, he really comes into his own. I just thought there was no way he could do anything here but right up on the Tawara, he turned, pulled Tobizaro around and down with the very back of the belt yeah, with a knot. right on the knot. I saw that. He also fell and <laughs> so they called it to – did they call it to – I, I didn't I actually see who they, who they called, they called it, to. it to, but it, uh, uh, the Gyorgi was guessing as much as we all were. So yeah, it doesn't they really both fell. Monoe was called. Now – Let's just first take a moment to appreciate what Short I did there. Yep. He, he, as you said, he was in complete, complete trouble. But when I look, I, I took a very close look at the replay and it looked clear to me that Short Eye's knee had hit the ground mm. before Toby Zaru went out. Yep. They were both flying in the air, which, you know, does bring the dead man rule into play. But Yeah, because I think what you said before might have been the key in that Short Eye was in control. At that point, he, he was, was the one doing the action, thrusting well, Toby Zaro down and not only just thrusting him down. So Toby Zaro was, of course, trying to do a move on the edge, but it was almost that pick up and that 
that dump? Like, was that something different from different from just the thrust down or something? Anyway, because the result was a toenail. Toenail, she, which I, I mean, I don't know how to feel. I I went numb basically when it the toenail so she was strange. called. Yeah, there was it was a long discussion. Yeah, and you know there, there was a, a long discussion. Um, Sorry, the, the actual Monoe featured the, the shimpanzee standing there waiting for the video booth mm. to come back with something and some advice as well. So this one obviously required a lot of discussion. Mm. So I do I do believe that the Tori Naoshi was very considered. I also have no doubt that this is going to fuel the conspiracy theorists out there around yeah, Shorai. Well, I've already seen it. <laughs> already seen it, that they're trying to keep his Ozeki yep. status. Um by giving him that. I mean, that's that's fine, but you can only do that to a, a certain extent. Like, yes, you can give him one win here and, you know, maybe another one, but you can't you can't do it forever. No. Like if this was the one to get him his Kachikoshi perhaps, but I don't know. No. Oh, no. I mean, absolutely. It doesn't it, – yeah, exactly. It doesn't I'm get him really his Kachikoshi. I'm not really into that business. No, I'm not either. I, I think people, they want to see short I fail. Yeah, and yeah. when he gets lucky, it's labelled as a conspiracy theory. Yeah. I mean, it's if he got lucky, that's crazy because um, yeah. he he literally fell first. Like, I'm not sure that there's any doubt that his leg went no. down first from what I saw. So it has to be yep. either a wrong, a wrong call, I guess, which doesn't really happen, or a conspiracy theory, mm. or another rule coming into play, which is that yeah. Shota was in control. Yes, the dead man rule. The rule that no one really understands, but mm. everyone loves to quote when things aren't going their way. <laughs> In the West, so, we love that. So they go again. <laughs> yeah, they do. So Toby's Zari looked annoyed, mm. actually, here. It was the closest that I've seen him to, yeah. you know, sort of arc up a little bit. He looked frustrated and as though he didn't have a lot left and, in fact, he didn't. He came straight forward this time at the touchy eye. We didn't even talk about the hanker. I mean, I guess it was... <laughs> oh, it's a dog act. <laughs> Clear dog act. Bad sumo. And I've been on Tobizaru's sumo. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Disappointing. But he came forward this time and Shodai just pushed him straight out. So whatever the rest of what happened here, Shodai, he picks up a win. He's still on the road to Kachikoshi. Well, no, he's not on the road to Kachikoshi. He's on the highway oh, the to holiness. Highway to holiness. My bad. Yeah, and obviously, you know, in these times, I turn to the Bible. You do, and I found you do it, now more found, and more, <laughs> more and more. It's true. Yeah. Um, I now you might need to help me with the pronunciation. Is it Job or Yob? It's Job. Job. <laughs> I don't know. Is it now because <laughs> I think I'm just thinking of Arrested, Arrested Development. development. <laughs> I mean, I. Uh, I, I can give you my my potted Bible history. Yeah, well, it. I mean, let's say job because that's how it's spelt. Oh, you don't want my potted Bible history? <laughs> it sounded like it was going to take a long time. <laughs> and it's boring. Well, let's, what about, what, what did you say? Yo, well, Job. Job. Okay, Job. Put an E on the end if it's Job. Well, he didn't have an E on the end in Arrested Development, did he? Wasn't it no, just J-O-B? Didn't. Yeah, it was. So this is, this is from chapter 33, subsection 29 and 30. So Do you know the story of Job at all? No. Okay. I mean, was, what, can you give me, no, give, no, me, no. give me a quick version? Well, I think, I think 
God took everything away from him to make him like like everything, like made his life an absolute living right. hell. But I can't remember the end. <laughs> he just died and well, they so, made a, yeah, you go. Okay, no, no. So this quote will help us shed light on that story perhaps, but also bring uh, a new perspective to what happened out there with Shordai. God gives each of us chance after chance to be saved from death and brought into the light that gives life. Mm. 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 Saved from death or Makakoshi. Yep. Higher powers at work, definitely, with Ozeki Shodai. Wow. I hope on the road to, sorry, on the highway to holiness, he's got a Bible in his backpack because he could pretty much open it up to any chapter and verse and he'd get a message for his... Upcoming Kachikoshi. It's it's really been interesting. I've never read the Bible before. I can't believe how sumo compliant it is. (laughs) It's incredible. Tobi Zaru, not on the highway to holiness. He's on the road to Kachikoshi with that loss. (laughs) Five and seven. Ozeki Mitakumi up next against Sekiwake Abi. Mitakumi knew what was coming, but that sting on the first Abi attack threw Mitakumi's head back the second moved Mitakumi to the bales and Abi, the third attack, sent Mitakumi over the bales. Powerful Oshidashi win from Sekiwake Abi. Yep. Mitakumi, he couldn't defend against this. In particular, Abi's uh, second thrust or the third, the one uh, after the touchy eye, just rocketed to Mitakumi. But he put himself right in the firing line and didn't manage to find anything to get out. That puts him on the road to Kachikoshi. Now, this is a big surprise. I yeah. sort of, I know I say this a lot, but it's come out of the well, blue. What snuck up on me. He's five and seven and he joins another 10 rikishi on the road. So don't worry about imagining that it's a, you know, an alone place. I mean, they're making sure I walk behind them. But apart from no, that, no, no, it's a pack of the, friends. It's not the same road. Sorry. It's the highway. The, the highway he's holiness. up above. They look up and he's floating up there. It's beautiful, fresh road. You know yeah, when you drive on fresh road? On yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fresh road. Beautiful that's nice. meadows either side. Yeah. It's very different. Yeah. Whereas it's it's a blasted wilderness where the rest of them are, the other nine. Uh, but Mitakumi at Ozeki, I mean, this is stating the obvious, but this is not great. No, it's not. Sekiwake Abi, though, evens his score at six and six, so a big win for him. It was. Ura was up next against Ozeki Takakesho. Takakesho took ages to go. Ura was down early as usual, but he got told off by the Gyoji for being too eager. He, I don't think he went past the Shikiri Sen or anything. It's just that he was down for so long. I missed that split second. I'm not sure what happened, but Ura got a little telling off. He was just like, get, get back or something. But it was mostly because Takakesho was just standing there trying to psych him out. At the Tachiai Takakesho, he pushed Ura to the edge, but Ura came back. He moved Takakesho around, but Takakesho was still able to keep himself in control and come back at Ura, who was on the Tawara. But here, Ura pulled off, I don't know how to describe this. I mean, it was an early stage Ura move when he was in his prime, flipped Takakesho to the side. Takakesho at this point was facing outwards and he basically just stepped out across the Tawara. As he did, he looked back and saw that Ura was actually falling himself and not just falling, but sort of twisting and flying, very dramatic. He was catapulting himself across the doyo. And he fell at a very similar time to Takakesho stepping out. And I feel like if 
Takakesha had have known he was falling, he could have like, he basically just stepped out without raising his leg at all. What's so interesting, I mean, watching this replay is one of the more unbelievable things I've seen in my life. It was, it was refreshing to see this. (laughs) You enjoyed it? I love this. I'm going to live well into my 90s after (laughs) seeing this bout. Look, Ura just had the awareness. It's like he could slice this one second up into tiny little pieces. Mm. He saw Takakesho step, launched himself, but kept his eyes locked on Takakesho yeah. to, to confirm that he'd stepped out first, then rolls his shoulder under so he doesn't hurt himself. Yeah. This was just unbelievable sumo from Ura. Like just the fact he got off the bales against Takakesho was enough. Yeah. But then for this to happen, I think they called a monoe here just because everyone's mind was blown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Everyone, as soon as it happened, they forgot what happened because it was just so crazy. Their minds were immediately wiped. So well, they, they had to go back and watch the uh, replay. <laughs> exactly. I think they just wanted a chance to get up on the doyo with the boys and just go, what about that, bruh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they watched the 25 tiny televisions in the room and they came up with... Uh, the Gumbadori, which it was given to Ura and it was it stayed with Ura. So yeah. Wow. The, just the weirdest thing was them both watching each other at the end. Yeah. And Takakesho realizing that, you know, Ura was doing Ura things and keeping himself up. But at the time, and I think you're exactly right, that Takakesho had a chance to jump. I think so. Yeah. Or at least not even jump, at least just raise his leg higher. Yes. Yeah, true. It basically yep. just scraped the his foot scraped the Tawara. Yeah. it's another loss for him. He's six and six. Um, only short eye today upholding the honor of the Ozeki. Oh wow. Jeez. <laughs> oh, day twelve. <laughs> what are you doing what to you us, doing? day twelve? Ura, he is nine and three. So he's keeping himself right up there. Well, look, we've got one more bout. To go, we've got Yokozuna Terunofuji up against Sekiwake Wakatakakage, which on paper, huge bout. But the crowd, the uh, Shimpan, the Gyoji, you and I, we were emotionally spent by yeah. this point. It was hard to care. We've seen enough <laughs> amazing things today. Can Wakatakakage unseat Terunofuji? Wakatakakage, he really did take it to, to Terunofuji, went straight on the belt. There was some scrambling that happened after this, and then they locked up. Terunofuji here established that very, very powerful double hand hold. Wakataka Kage, he knew he was in trouble here, I believe, and was really trying to establish a strong belt grip on the back of Terunofuji's belt. So when everything starts to happen, he might be able to do something with that. What happened, though, was Terunofuji heaved on the uh, arms of Wakataka Kage, forcing him into the air simply marched him back and took him out over the bales. Kimedashi, uh, not the first time that he's beaten Wakataka Kage this way. Yeah, the arm barring force out. It feels to me like Terunofuji, this is because everything's about me, is sending us a cease and desist for uh, saying that he should... uh, (laughs) That wasn't this basho. That was like two or three basho, I believe. Yeah, I don't don't think it was this time around. Terunofuji going really well. He, he's just, he was just really strong. Wakataka Kage possibly looked better against him than he has done because he's been, not easily, but he's been overrun in the past. Mm. And so I, I think he put up an okay fight. But, yeah, as soon as he went on the, on yeah. the belt, we were a bit worried <laughs> and quite rightly. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't send us a cease and desist. But, yeah, Terunofuji, he's still so, so strong. 
I mean, what does Wakataka Kage do next time is my question. Because it's Sekiwake, I mean, Wakataka Kage is 6'6". He'll be around Sanyaku definitely next time. He will fight Terran of Fuji next Basho. I just wonder, what do you do? It's a great question because his style of sumo does get him in that that position where he mm. can be taken advantage of by Terran of Fuji in this way. You know, he's, he's not always super quick, as quick as some of the guys, and he you know, he does come forward. So I don't know. I, I guess he needs to watch a lot of tapes and, and see if there's, you know, something very specific that he can do with his hold or he can come in early or something like that. Take us through the Yusho race. Yes. Well, Terano Fuji, he's 9-3 Wakataka Kage, 6-6. So that leaves Takanosho on 10 wins out by himself. Every time they mention him on the Japanese language broadcast, it's with uh, Yusho in the sentence. So they're, you know, thinking that that might be a possibility. On nine wins, we have Terunofuji. He is sniffing. Ura Sadanoumi. So Kiribayama and Ichiyamamoto today dropping off with their losses. Yeah. Let's have a look at the bouts for day 13. Who does Takanosho have? He has Wakataka Kage. Mm. It's a very, very big bout tomorrow. They've met 12 times. It's 7-5 Takanosho's way. Terunofuji takes on Takakesho. He's fighting Ozeki. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Uh, it's a complicated uh, history between these two. It's 4-3, but both of them ha- have a Fusensho. So not a very long history between them. Um, Takakesho's form, though, is the big question in that one. Ura takes on Abi right up the top of the card. And Sadanumi, who's he fighting? I'll just scroll all the way down. <laughs> He's hiding. He's fighting Hoshoryu. Oh, okay. That'll be hard. So the Maegashira t- 12 in Sadanumi is fighting the Komasubi in Hoshoryu. They've met three times before. It's 2-1 Hoshoryu's way. That was a big day of sumo. It really was. Takanosha, I mean, I'll give our apology now that we said that Takanosha still had to fight Takakesho. Same stable. Obviously, they don't fight. He fought the Sekiwake. Um, he fights the Sekiwake tomorrow and he fought Ichiyamamoto today. So he only fights down now, which is uh, yeah. another interesting thing to think about. And we will see you for all of that action on day 13, 14 and 15. But first, 13 tomorrow. See you then. Bye. Yeah.